In a world not so different from ours, the winds of war were stirring in early 20th century Europe. The stakes were high and nations stood on the precipice of a conflict that would reshape the world. Today, I will unfold the story of how miscommunication and a series of telegrams between monarchs cascaded into the catastrophe we now know as First World War. Imagine a time when monarchs and high officials were the sole decision-makers, their actions directly impacting the fate of millions. The scene unfolds with tension brewing between Austria and Serbia. The Austrians had sent an ultimatum to Serbia, demanding certain actions to prevent war. However, the Serbians' response wasn't satisfactory to the Austrians, pushing them closer to declaring war. In the midst of this political storm, there was a human element that often gets lost in the annals of history, the friendships and personal connections among the monarchs of that era. Enter Tsar Nicholas II of Russia and Kaiser Wilhelm II of Germany, two mighty rulers, and more interestingly, cousins. They found themselves on opposite ends of the looming conflict. But before the storm of war unleashed, they exchanged a series of telegrams, trying to defuse the situation. Tsar Nicholas, concerned about the rising tensions, sent a heartfelt telegram to Kaiser Wilhelm, urging him to mediate and prevent Austria from declaring war on Serbia. He said, a disgraceful war has been declared on a weak country. I beg you in the name of our old friendship to do what you can to stop your allies. Kaiser Wilhelm responded, urging Nicholas to see the situation from Austria's perspective, as they had been wronged by Serbian terrorism. They exchanged several telegrams, desperately trying to find a middle ground to prevent the fire of war from engulfing the continent. But alas, amidst the exchange of telegrams, the situation spiraled. Russia began mobilizing its forces fearing the inevitable, a move that sent tremors through the German command. The Germans, perceiving the Russian mobilization as a threat, were pushed closer to mobilizing their own forces. Yet, there was a significant internal struggle in Germany between the military, hungry for action, and the politicians, wary of the consequences. The tale takes another turn when Britain's involvement becomes a critical factor. A guarantee of Belgium's neutrality, signed by major powers including Germany and Britain, suddenly became a potential tripwire. Germany had a meticulous plan to swiftly deal with France, but it required marching through Belgium. So, in a desperate bid to keep Britain out of the war, Germany sent a proposal to London, promising not to annex any French territory and even offering to pay for any damages in Belgium post-war. They even hinted at a larger agreement, perhaps to carve up the world's colonies. But the British were stunned by Germany's audacity and reaffirmed their commitment to protect Belgium's neutrality. The German Kaiser, enraged by Britain's response, declared them responsible for the impending global catastrophe. Meanwhile, the clock ticked away, and the cascade of events was now unstoppable. The fuse to the powder keg of war had been lit by a complex web of miscommunications, misunderstandings, and the rigid plans of military minds. As we delve into the shadows of history, we find ourselves amidst a drama of Shakespearean proportions, where letters between cousins could not quell the drums of war that beat strongly in the hearts of empires. It was a time of fervor and fear, of old friendships tested by the whims of fate and the inexorable march towards a war that would redefine the world. 